can you confirm that is filmed in front of a live studio audience? A cold one, eh? Warmed up today. Today, yeah. Have you you've been keeping warm? You've been good. I'm always warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You run hot. Huh? Yeah. Is that the thing? You run hot. You got the, I, your boiler is always boiling. We live above the uh, pool in our building, I think, it, and it keeps our unit warm. Okay. Like I have my patio door open. Like even when it was minus sixteen, my patio door was open. You guys have a nice heated indoor pool. Is that the deal? Yeah. Indoors heated, eh? Mine's uh, outdoors. It's like a fucking schlub. Can't, can't even use it for six months. Heated in outdoors, or is it... <laughs> heated in outdoors, but only available in the in the summer months. Oh yeah, we got a sauna and a hot tub and all that stuff. Oh yeah, we've got the they they have the women's sauna. I don't know. My building's old, much much older than yours. Hmm. Uh, I remember. Oh yeah, I remember my first little condo there had the nice heated indoor pool. I used it maybe right um strange as i've gotten older and the amenities have gotten worse i've used them more and more i've actually used this outdoor one i remember one of your places having like a theater room and all that shit oh no yeah it had a virtual golf room i remember uh uh, our good friend there james brought out his clubs once we hit them into the big screen uh never never to go back down and use it again you know what i mean like it's i didn't get invited to play golf would you have done it would you have even known what the heck to do yeah fucker C Plus Productions proudly presents Can You Confirm That? Starring Gorov Wander and John Brown. Welcome to Can You Confirm That, everybody. How's it going this week? If you're new here, welcome to our channel. And uh, otherwise, you know, hope you guys are doing well. Alright, we're all keeping well. This is episode 128. Keeping track. Yeah, That's the right number? It. Yeah. We sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Just because the website's down doesn't mean I can't <laughs> keep count. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. Good. Good. <laughs> Numbers are right. 128. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> we're on to series. This is series three, episode 28 of Can You Confirm That? Oh. Yes. Now, uh, yeah, I was, I was asking. I was hoping you stayed warm and how the week was and. And, you know, we just had the Groundhog Day pass. Oh, yeah. And uh, apparently it wasn't a good year to be a Groundhog. Isn't there like six of them around the world and like two of them showed up dead this summer or this day? Like, <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, your goodness. Um, not good. Missed that, good. too. Yeah, it was uh, Fred. Good old Fred Lamarmot, uh, Canada's Groundhog. He was actually found. Uh, I wanted to save this, Sean. I had a feeling this, this story just kind of snuck by you. Um, what what about Wireton Willie? Don't we have a Wireton Willie? Wireton Willie's fine, but I mean, good old, good old Fred. Uh, Fred Marmot, La Marmot, obviously representing the good old frickin' habitants of Quebec, uh, uh, was actually found dead hours, just hours before. Jeez. He was, uh, he was due to predict. Like, that's, <laughs> um, that's gotta be, like, not a good Do you think it was? <laughs> do you think it was hours before? Or just no one checks in on the fucking groundhog. <laughs> Until hours before. Uh, autopsy showed, actually, he had been dead for approximately three weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? You're not wrong. I think <laughs> this, you know, this is a this is a good example of, of <laughs> us just accepting reporting, John, in today's day and age. Yeah. Without following up on the facts. You're right. The reporting tells us he was he was found dead. Hours before, you're right. But how long had he been dead? Is where's the autopsy on our good old Fred Lamont? <laughs> oh goodness! They knew I mean, it was him by the right? yeah. They yeah. identified his bones. That's how they. <laughs> uh, the, the past... I, I don't mean to make light of uh, that groundhog's oh. passing. <laughs> no, of course. I mean he meant a lot of things to a lot of people. Um, but I just, I love the idea that how many headlines just wrote themselves with, like, Fred LaBarmot cast a shadow larger than himself. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, how many man. times was he right? That's what I want to know. Yeah. 
That's good stuff. But yeah, you know, not, not a good time. But I, I just wanted to give a little shout out. Rest in peace to Fred. Okay. Did you hear about, speaking of things to rest in peace, did you hear about the crack in Africa? That's like splitting half the continent in half? Well, you hear about the shit? End of days, man. End of days, big time. Africa crack? If I Google that, I don't know what kind of trouble I get. Uh, <laughs> the literal holy land or whatever is like splitting in half and falling into the earth. That's crazy. Uh, oh, uh, ooh, John, I did the Google because that's what we do here. And I did not realize that Kenya made it back in the news. Uh, yeah, looks like you've got two reportings of the same story, one in 2022 and one in 2018. So I guess hmm. the crack's gotten bigger. Eh? 2022? Uh, it just happened. No, that's what I think. I have three articles. I got oh. Forbes from 2018. Uh, I've got a uh, a great walks and a timeout from 2022. And then I've also got Aeon from one week ago. I've got NPR from six days ago. Um, so yeah, man. It's well, you know you know cracking. what that proves. It's crack yeah, It's Still there. cracking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, you know what that is? That is uh, uh, not to just. Get on a rhyming spree here, but that's got to be all the fracking, right? Like that's that's clearly the amount of uh, mining and and blowing up of underground stuff that's been going on by like uh, I don't want to be like geopolitically racist, but you know we know the Russians and China have a lot of mines in Africa, so probably probably right. Like I would imagine that they're not taking care of. I don't think regulations and doing things by the book is like what those two countries would be known for. So it's not just like a natural fault line. I think it may have been, but it's just, you know, you exacerbate it sometimes. Mm. Right. It, I, you know, you know, like here's the fault line. It's like having the hairline fracture or something, buddy. And like in your shin and you could go to like the world's best uh, shin doctor uh, based out of like some university hospital in Vancouver, or you could go to Dr. Nick. Right. <laughs> And like having Russia and China in charge of like your mines and roads and hospitals as a continent, like for Africa, that's like you put Dr. Nick in charge, right? That's fair. You've made the trade off. Good value. You know, sixth, you could buy six mines. The seventh one's free. Like it's, it's all good, but like you get what you pay for it or trade off for it in this colonial sense, right? Like, you know, I feel you worse for Africa than I did for, uh, Fred the, the ground duck or whatever. Fred La Marmotte. Oh, sorry. Fred Cena, man. Fred La Marmotte. Let's, let's, you know, let's pay respect. How do you say shadow in French? <laughs> His name was Fred. Uh, I was going to do a big fight club monologue there, but I didn't. All right. <laughs> How do you say Fred in French? Is that what you just asked? Oh, shadow in French. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I'm a fake Canadian, buddy. I don't know all French. You could hide a lot of shit in that crack, though, eh? Like, but ombre, ombre, eh? ombre. Appar- oh. Apparently, apparently, that crack is fifty feet deep right now. Whoa. Um. Yeah, I mean, it only got made worse. Like, here's a question for you: We we're running out of places to put garbage, right? Like, landfills are becoming a problem. We got all these cracks uh, in the ground. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm, like, some big engineer genius, but I know that, like, when a driveway has a crack in it, you go get this, like, black goop stuff from Home Depot, and you fill the crack, and you, like, make it look like it's all flat again. Can't we just fill these cracks with, like, trash and just kind of, like, topsoil it and put some grass over it? By the time we filled the crack, it's, like, hopefully the shit just keeps falling out from underneath, (laughs) right? Like, you create a sinkhole problem, sure, but the crack is gone. Dads of the world unite. There's a driveway in Africa that needs sealing. (laughs) (laughs) You you see it. You can picture it. You know exactly what it's like. We've been so busy planting trees when we should have just been throwing waste over an edge. It's Sunday morning. (laughs) We need you to block off the sidewalk with a couple buckets. Uh, I, I just love the co- idea of like the problem is like we're sending all these noxious fumes into the sky, which are creating some sort of issues for like weather and temperature. But like one of my best solutions I've ever had in life is like, why don't we just throw all of that shit into the holes <laughs> <laughs> and just go right for the core? Let's see if we can seep all this shit right into it. Probably burn up and then just become gas and then eventually make its way up again. <laughs> right? It's like if 
if you think about the planet as like a living organism, it's like, why have we been so hell bent on destroying the skies and the airs above us when we should be focused on poisoning the core within us? Uh, you know, that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh God. Waste management. There you go. <laughs> well, speaking of waste management, did you hear about this guy? Um, is it, he's uh, in the U S I guess, um, him and his wife on New Year's, like um, there was something that happened over New Year's, and he uh, allegedly murdered okay. his wife. Like people were um, saying that the last time they saw her was New Year's Eve or whatever, and then this is like three days later that she was like reported missing. Okay, and um, so. Anyway, if you ever watch any like crime drama, the husband's always the first suspect. That's 101. That is 101, <laughs> yeah. right? Like first person you go to, of course. And um, or or in some cases you got to go to like the the boyfriend or the ex-boyfriend, right? Right. But it's always the man nearby. If any of you are um wondering what happens when you're a suspect for murder? <laughs> you know, they do their due diligence looking up your background. And just so you know, those Google searches don't just disappear into the ether. They are tracked. And with enough motivation, someone can look up everything that you put in there. Now... John, I think I want to make sure we presuppose one thing. Uh, <laughs> that if anyone is also searching search such terms on Google, um, they're probably not great at hiding their tracks anyway. You know I mean, like, <laughs> it's like, this was not a, a dark web browser, uh, for sure. I'll tell you. Yeah. That. Yeah. I'm actually surprised. Uh, how do you download the dark web isn't one of the searches. But, um, <laughs> so this guy. We'll give him his uh, his 15 minutes, right? So Brian Walsh is the name of this guy who allegedly, but like, <laughs> stick the fork in him. Like, <laughs> he's probably guilty. So um, it's not funny. Obviously, this oh, is no, a terrible no. thing that happened. But um, this guy, his stupidity and the this, this scene in the courtroom where they stood him up and read out loud all of his Google searches while he just stood there and listened to the prosecutor just read them out loud is in like, have you ever seen the room? The room? Oh, are we talking just, are you just talking about people who are like not aware of themselves kind of thing? Is that what you're saying? Like, oh, well, you know, uh, Tommy Weasel. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean like the, the general concept of like, not no. being able to like essentially, you know, get out of your own way. What I mean is like something that's so so bad that you just have to keep laughing at it. Okay. Like it's it's so absurd that it becomes funny, even though it's like a terrible thing that happened. Yeah. Okay. And you watch you watch the court case where the prosecutor's reading it off and they go Okay, uh, we're going to uh, review Mr. Walsh's uh, Google history um, four hours after the time of death was cl was called or whatever. Okay. And they, like, they're all time-stamped when he searched Google. So at 4.55 a.m., the first thing he searches is how long before a body starts to smell. Four okay. 4.58 a.m., how to stop a body from decomposing. That's three minutes. 5.20 a.m., how to bound a body. Okay. 5.47 a.m., 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. <laughs> if you really need to. So, I, I, you know, okay, I'm just going to say the if you really need to part, though, in Brian Walsh's defense, that must that was a hundred percent the Google auto finish that he just went with. 
You know, he got to that part <laughs> of the sentence. He got to it. And then it said at the end of it, it had that little bold text where it like highlights the rest of the sentence you might be looking for. And that's where it said, if you really need to, because based well, on your last six searches, bro, I think you might really need to. Holy shit. I mean, I don't want anyone to search that to find out what the search, what the Google results are when you Google something like that. There is obviously a morbid curiosity of what the results would come back as. Yeah, that's algorithmic training, right? That's why it's funny to me because uh, we we love to talk about OpenAI and how much how fun it is. But imagine like this same use case. We haven't asked the AI this yet, John. Yeah. <laughs> don't. And I don't know if I want to. Is what I'm going to say, right? Like I don't think I am going to go in with my account and go test the AI with that. I've asked it other ridiculous things. Um, but I ain't asking it that. No, no, no way. Only because so, it might give me like a fucking blueprint, right? Like it it the AI could turn out to be Dexter's dad is all I'm saying. Like I don't want to open that fucking floodgate. So we're at uh, a code. We're at 547. Okay. 625 here, or he searches, how long for someone to be missing to inherit? This is almost like he was set up, man. No, <laughs> if I'm his defense team, and I'm sure it's too late, but I'm the, the, the immediate defense I'm coming up with is this boy was framed. Nobody <laughs> is this dumb. All right. Like, this is. Oh, come on. Just give it a moment. At 634, <laughs> 634, can you throw away body parts? And then moment. he then he actually gets to gets to work doing something because the there's a three hour break and at nine twenty nine a.m. What does formaldehyde do? Like like maybe he well went, you know, went to the garage for an hour and a half for three hours breakfast. Got to get a workout in. It's gonna be a long day. You want to get the you know want to get the juices going. Got to get a nice run in. Uh, have a nice uh, healthy breakfast. Nine thirty four. Nine thirty four is uh, how long does DNA last? Oh, okay. Nine fifty nine. He's like fine tuned his searches over the three hour, right? Like that's not that's not a dumb question. Now, now we're looking for some <laughs> real fucking answers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a dumb question, but if you that's a good one. How long? If you Google, if you ask like... it, um, nine hours after your wife is murdered. No, but I mean, okay. So let's, see, what's, let, let's assume what what do we know based on the searches and the time gaps? Uh, by this point, he's pretty much identified. Yo, that body's going to start smelling, and it's going to start smelling. Maybe by tomorrow morning, we got to get some shit going here. Uh, two, he's identified like how to take care of some of the body, but not all of it. But he knows there's going to be a mess. He still knows there's going to be a mess. Can you stop he, giving him any credit? <laughs> he's he's now cleaned up the mess. But now he's cleaned up the mess and he's kind of like, oh, shit, man, there is residue everywhere. Like the second somebody comes in here, they're going to check this place. And then he's like, how long does DNA last? Because his idea and his thinking might be here. If he can sanitize, disinfect and clean and just keep people out of this space for X amount of time, he might be OK. All right, then continue. The, he asks, <laughs> can identification be made on partial remains? Uh, and then I think the answer to that one's yes. Why did he even Google that one? See, now we went from being <laughs> genius to stupid. Right? It's like it's partial fucking remains, obviously, man. It's like they no. pull they pull teeth out of cars that have burned him and like his dentist tells us it's Bob. <laughs> right? Like, come on. No, he's always been stupid the whole time. <laughs> you just threw me for a curveball with a one. Okay, what do we got now? Um now he takes a little break, an hour and a half off, and then at eleven thirty-four is dismemberment, memberment, and the best ways to dispose of a body. So he's back to throwing out body parts. So he 11... actually fucked up, and that's yeah. why he's like, "There's partial remains." I mean, I can't get her leg out from underneath the sofa. I'd have to move the whole sofa. Uh, fuck, this is a thing. I left the leg. I got to go back for the leg because, yeah. All right. Okay. 11.44 is how to clean a body from a wooden floor. Or how to clean blood from a wooden floor. Okay. I'm surprised you didn't start there, but great. 11.56. Luminol to detect blood. Damn. So he he went down a rabbit hole between that last question and this one. Like, he came back with, like, name, brand, like, chemical. Oh, okay. All right. Now, remember, 
like a Reddit. We're having a banter in between, but in the in the court, it was just it just sounded like this: six thirty four a.m. Can you throw away body parts? Nine twenty nine a.m. What does the formaldehyde do? Nine thirty four a.m. How long does DNA last? Nine fifty nine a.m. Can identification be made on body? Like, yeah. it just was one after the other. Like, this is what you searched, you moron, over and over. How guilty do you sound? That's a bad lawyer, right? Because at no, like, listen, man, this is why I should have been in that courtroom because there's no reason I wouldn't have said those things after I read out those numbers and times and dates. What am I gonna get? Conjecture. Yeah, fuck yeah, bro. It is conjecture. That's my entire job. He's going to let, let the other defense lawyer yell conjecture all day long. I'm going to conject all over the place. Like, this is, I can't believe this lawyer didn't do that. Okay. So we're not close to done. Uh, at 1.08 p.m., what happens when you put body parts in ammonia? At 1.21 p.m., is it better to throw crime scene clothes away or wash them? <laughs> Why didn't he go with burn? <laughs> this guy's never seen a movie. He's never like put the fucking things in a trash bin, thrown some gas on it and let the fucking match. But does he want Google to tell him the best way to get away with murder? That's what this is looking. Now it's looking like frame, right? Once again, who hasn't, who doesn't know you burn the clothes? You garbage bag them. You fucking put them in a trash can. That's metal. Oh, this guy would have picked a fucking plastic one too. That idiot. He would have gotten one of those rubber-made plastic garbage bins, too. So this is all on January 1st, you know, approximately, you know, the the, the day after the time of death was uh, established. On January 2nd, he goes back to Google. Hacksaw, best tool to dismember. And then at 1.10 p.m., can you be charged with murder without a body? At 1.14 p.m., can you identify a body with broken teeth? Um, January 3rd, so the next day after that, uh, 1.02 p.m., what happens to hair on a dead body? 1.13 p.m., what is the rate of decomposition of a body found in a plastic bag compared to on the surface? In the woods? Sorry, I had problems reading that one. It's That was a very detailed question. He, <laughs> yeah. you know, he had a lot to ask. And then at 1.20 p.m., can baking soda make a body smell good? And then at 1.30 p.m., what do you do when the police are knocking on your door? Because this guy... <laughs> <laughs> what to do when they're already at the door? <laughs> Oh, how to prepare for it? No. They're already here, Google. What do I do? Yeah. Call a Should lawyer, man. Trying to find a way out for the first three days as opposed to just sitting there Googling shit. This this Mr. Walsh character seems to have committed a crime without have their, without ever having watched um it seems like any television, film, play, uh audiobook, anything to do with crime, right? Like it's like how do you, like, just one episode of Dexter, uh, watch Goodfellas. It's, you know what I mean? Like, uh, or, or any, like, and Sopranos, catch a couple episodes. They get rid of bodies, like, almost every other episode. Um, there's a lot of reference points he could have gone to before Google and the public internet. Uh, that's, I think, the more, like, disheartening part of it. Like, I don't get it. Six feet I mean, under, literally specializing. <laughs> I mean, again, it's a, it's a terrible thing that happened, but the part that makes us kind of think there's a little humor in the situation is just the ridiculousness of this search and how. Oh no, we know it's we know it's a horrible thing, yeah. but like to laugh <laughs> or find humor in horrible things is kind of the way to deal with the fact that there are horrible things that happen. All the damn time. So what? That's not. We're not making. Listen, it's not. We're not going after. You know like, I mean, like nobody, nobody, no, people make fun of OJ. Nobody makes fun of Nicole Brown, right? right like that's right, just right. the idea. That's just the idea. So I mean, almost but, as dumb as spying, spying on the U.S. with a weather balloon, right? I was gonna say, like this guy <laughs> had. Uh, 
he has so Mr. Walsh um was was not a tech savvy individual. Um uh, now you want to talk tech savvy, that's the the hot air balloon ride that me and you should have been on. Like we remember we had some sort of hot air balloon ride, uh maybe around episode 50ish. I don't remember. We did something. Um but but this one oh, yeah, I remember it so well. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's coming back to you. You're you are right. like it's not the first time we've been up in the skies. That one where we felt like recorded on location? Yeah. I think it was. You you you're you're mocking, but I will find you the episode where it was almost like a hot air balloon themed up. CYCTpod.com, the archive of the first season won't be there forever. Uh or will it? Because the site is down. <laughs> Site is down. (laughs) It's uh well, it's there. It's a landing page. You can catch up with the recent-ish episode, and we'll have the rest of them for you soon. As soon as, as soon as the Chinese get the fucking balloon out of the sky, I'm not gonna say (laughs) it's a coincidence, right? I don't want to point fingers at at another nation and say that they were responsible for the bringing down of a website of a little-known podcast. That was well known in important <laughs> circles, right? It's like little known to the masses, well known to the jackasses who who are important. It's a weird thing, uh, and I think uh, I think what happened is uh, they came they came for us and they came for us hard. Now I don't want to blame it all on Biden. <laughs> it's nice. <of> you. <laughs> I mean, surely we had a part to play, uh, but I believe you know his delay in action. Uh, or the fear of the good folk of Montana uh, may have been responsible for, for, for having the outage occur sooner uh, uh, rather than later. Uh, I, all I'm saying is the longer the balloon was up in the sky, the, the more our website was down. Uh, and the second that thing got shot out of the sky, we were able to get it back into a position where it was at least kind of working again. Huh. Huh. Makes you think. All I'm saying is the data's kind of gone. Who's got the data? I don't have the data. Someone's got the data. Uh, maybe an air balloon in the middle of the ocean's got the data, John. Uh, well, I guess that was the problem with uh, hosting our SSL feed in a Chinese uh, <laughs> server, eh? I think the first problem was when they asked for for the the memo of understanding. And I didn't understand that the memo was saying, like, the undying... Pledge of allegiance and love to China, right? Like I didn't get that part. I thought they just wanted me to be understanding of how to use the servers. Uh, but oops, no, man, weird, right? Uh, but I've always felt bad about leaving that all up to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Go figure. Go figure. I'm here to take all the. I mean, listen. At the time, we figured India and China had some good relations, and we'd be able to work this out. Turns out not so. Turns out not so. They look at me as Canadian first. Strange thing. <laughs> Strange thing. The adversaries look at me that way, and then my own folk look at me a different way. It's, it's they a know weird I'm not Asian fucking stuck. All, so. They know they're not. They they see John Brown. They know they're getting get reported right to the NSA. There's there's not a hope in there's not a hope in hell that that email doesn't get reported to spam phishing and directly to the FBI. You know what I mean? <laughs> how does a how does a balloon spy, Cora? Like, does it have a little GoPro on it? essentially you're not wrong right like this is uh first thing i think is funny is it's a balloon right like people think of it and they're like a balloon Ugh. um i want you to think of it in two ways one is like it's a spy balloon and i'm sure they didn't come up with it <laughs> right <clears throat> so as as much as we we love to think that china is quite ingenious and they develop all this stuff but they're apple is or, sorry china is kind of like the apple of countries, right? Ridiculously rich, uniform. You know, they tell people, think different, but really it's all about like, you are locked into our system, right? Very Apple-like in that way. That's good, Uh, yeah. And and the same thing is then, the idea that they came up with a spy balloon is not true. The idea is that they knew that spy balloons existed in other places and they really, really improved it, refined it, and made it awesome. And like easy to use, user friendly, uh, gets into the sky. It's even all white. Like it's, it's cool. And how they work is pretty simple. Yeah. They, they fly really high, higher than commercial jets. And 
put that in perspective, right? Like you got you got like a 747s and those they can travel at like what 30 35,000 feet sometimes. Um and then you've got like this balloon that's hovering around 600,000 or sorry, not 600. 60,000. Uh, uh, 60, yeah. uh 60,000 upwards to 100,000 and back down, right? Like depending on like what the temperatures and the pressure of the air is like it can get a little bit higher and lower, but it stays in that range, which is why to bring it down, you must send up a, you can't, you're not sending up a Cessna, right? You're not, you're not shooting down the Remax balloon, uh, using a little Cessna plane that flies out of like the island airport, right? At about 2000 feet. That's not <laughs> the saw, case. I saw a thing where they had to like send a notice to people and be like, by the way, don't take shot, pot shots at it. Like I, I saw like a, <laughs> because you would th- because it's one of those things like you see it and you're like it's a balloon of course i can get it but you can't <laughs> right like the remax one maybe right <laughs> like maybe uh because those ones are almost tethered to the ground in some cases but not always uh yeah but not one that flies above where boeing's and shit fly right like that would mean that they're built in a very specific way now you've built a balloon that can withstand these temperatures the pressures and can freaking move why? Because like at that height, the air is kind of thin and it can fly a little bit quicker if you propel it correctly. And so it, it may not sound like it's a lot, but like for an, a balloon to be moving a couple hundred kilometers an hour, that's, that's not slow, right? Like that's not what you're used to on the ground. Um, which means it can cover a fair amount of territory and you can equip it with all kinds of radars, ground penetrating sensors. Um, LIDAR would be a big one. Um, anything that can kind of do, why is there a concrete bunker or some sort of concrete structure six stories below this building in Washington kind of thing, right? Those kinds of sensors, topography and all that can be done. Think about it, man. If guys on history network can grab like a plane from a dude and like rent it for 200 bucks and take a radar and be like, I think we found bones below the ground there, Billy. Billy, 20 feet below that ground, there may have been an old archaeological site. Let's go look. Yeah. Right? Oak like, Island. Oak Island. Right? If those people can do it, imagine what you can do when you've got, like, the entire resources <laughs> of, like, your entire country's military behind it. Right? Oh, my. Uh, now, it's not new. A lot of these spy balloons are sometimes used to gather information on the military installations where, where they're, <clears> you know, what's... Might be a good thing to use if you've ever really wanted to fly over Area 51 without being able to fly over Area 51, right? Like, it's that kind of thing. Um, but there's a lot that are used by just private companies. And I and I think as much as this is crazy and you're like, oh, my goodness, they had to shoot it down. And why didn't they shoot it down over Montana? And Biden's like, oh, there's people and we don't want to shoot it over Montana. People could be struck with the debris of this 200-foot tall balloon. 200 feet tall, right? Like, that's... That's pretty fucking big. Um, that's a big fucking balloon. That's a 20-story tall balloon, right? Like, just to put it in perspective for peeps, right? Like, but, so that's coming down on Wyoming, uh, Montana, and it takes out, like, uh, a town. That's not good. Uh, so you wait till it's kind of over the water so that when you can kind of shoot it, it'll land in the ocean, and you can go send your, your battleships and your carriers and stuff to pick up debris so you can learn from it. I don't know. How many were we going to lose in Montana, really? Right? Uh, like, what's the, uh, Montana's a pretty fucking sparse state with, like, hardly any people, right? Like, you know, you, when you, when you think about the states, we always think of all, well, 300 million people, and you look at this big map, and you think they're just spread out evenly across it. And they're really not, right? Like, when you've got, like, 50 million of them in California, and another freaking 35 of them in Texas, and another 30 in Florida, they're pretty much there or in New York. And so you've got, like, 2,000 people holding down Montana, right? Like, that's it. Uh, okay, 20,000? Maybe 200,000. I don't want to do the Google search, but I will. But that many people, it's like, what are you really, like, isn't it more like they've got 1.12 million people and it's the size of, like, all of Alberta practically. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, that's, okay, you may have lost, like, maybe a 1,000 people. That would have been bad. So maybe we wait. But are we are we going to play the game now in the future of, like, well, the 1,000 people in Boise, Idaho that we lost uh, bless their hearts. Uh, it, it's an information war we're playing. The data war. And we can't let them get the data. We can't let them get the information. 
Like that's a dangerous thing, I think, because China's already just admit we're recording here Monday. We'll rec- it'll go on Friday, so by then it'll be old news again. But like, they were also over Latin America. Apparently, a second balloon is in the sky right now, or yeah. one balloon is left in the sky, or who knows how many balloons are in the sky? One of them <clears> got <throat> shot down, and there's many more still up. Right? Like it's that kind of thing. So it got shot down over the Atlantic, right? Was it yeah. retreating or just like heading back or? What, where was it going? Kind of beelining. Like, I don't know if you would, like, we know. I, I think at that point, you're like, oh, shit, we've been spotted. Let's try to get the hell out of there. Right. Uh, and let's try like, to, you know I mean, let's yeah. try to take a route that is also as far as possible from the closest squadrons that they could, like, deploy. Right? Like, if there's a, if there's a bunch of freaking F-18s on the ground over here, let's fly way over here first. So, like, it, we're further away from them catching us. At a certain point, they're going to catch us. A certain point, Maverick goes up. All right, I'll leave him on the fucking ground, right? Like, Tom, suit up. You're going in. Um, and he did. And and so fine, but, like, what I would really like to point out is it's not the first time, right? Everybody's like, oh, my goodness. This happened a few times during Trump's time, and I'm sure it's happened before in other countries everywhere. It's just never really talked about because it's one of those things that it's like, we got to handle this first, right? Let's think of... How many times the, the the Department of Defenses of the world, like in every country, in Canada, England, or wherever country, their initial response is like, we got to take care of this first, right? They've probably spent four to five years now trying to figure out the technology of how the fuck are we going to track these new balloons that are just whipping around at like heights that are above most of our, like, what do we do about balloons? And now is a great time to finally be like, hey, you know, for the last four or five years, all these unidentified aerial phenomena. Well, these fucking ten we knew about. These ten were actually fucking balloons, and we've been trying to figure out how the hell we're going to catch them and pop them. Uh, we popped one. We popped one today. Uh, but the problem is, uh, this technology has now trickled down to private companies. Like, me and you could tomorrow, John, apply for licenses, buy one of these balloons, present ourselves as like we're doing mapping for future highways and bridges for the province of Ontario. Right. And the province of Ontario will sign a contract with our private company to do this, but that's not stopping our private company from doing shady shit and collecting data for whoever the fuck might want it. So I like, that's the, that's the trickery crappy shit, right? Like all these mapping companies, like use private plane companies to do this stuff. But, What's to stop China from being like, listen, no more getting our balloons popped. Mm-hmm. Have John Brown's balloons get popped. Let's strike a deal with him. Right? So we get the contract at 10 a.m. and then at <laughs> 2 p.m. we Google search how to sell my data illegally to the Chinese. And then like at 2.15 a.m. we're like, uh, <laughs> you know, what's the best way to advertise <laughs> illegal spy data? Like. 24 hours later, it's uh, how best to dispose of a large balloon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, yeah. we just cut it up and fucking sell it to little schools so they can play those little, remember Umbrella <laughs> or Parachute? You can just play Parachute all day. 4.52 p.m. What camera has the best resolution at 60,000 feet? <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, this is this is just the beginnings of uh, silliness, I would say, and then and you know what I mean. Like future war is going to be kind of silly, to be honest. Like I know it sounds like it's going to be vicious, and you know, I don't think so. I think after after a long stretch of think about it, like you got the Middle Ages, you got Arthur swinging swords, uh, you get to the 1700s, and you got cannons and stuff being flown uh, around, and then you get to like the early 1900s, and you get like a machine gun, like something that like is fully automatic. Wow. Uh, and then you get to like the fifties and sixties and you get atomic weapons. So it's like, we've like the trajectory of weapons has been like pretty fucking quick too. But now I think as a society and humankind, I don't want to say it, but it's almost like we are desensitized to death. So it's like, you could tell me that like a million people got killed on a battlefield and it might only take me a day to get over it because that's just what we are now where it's like, Oh yeah, but I don't know. Like at we were outraged at Putin for a week, and now we're kind of just like, oh, Zelensky's cute. Like, when's the next time he's going to talk to Letterman? Oh, right? do you like, think that's a... new? Do you think that's new? No, like... but I'm saying it's, 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 I think, 
I think it's new in the sense that if this is the year 1776 and we were fighting at rebellion, it would be our life. It would be every day we're waking up with a fucking sword and on the civil war fields or like fighting for democracy and independence uh, to the point where now it's not life, man. It's a fucking side tweet. Right. Mm-hmm. And it happens so distant that now real war is not going to be about killing people at all. You want to you want to win a war. The way you win it is by destroying the hearts and minds uh, and like the spirits of the citizens of the countries you're you're at war with. And the best way to do that, John, would be to, like, take down Twitter for us, uh, make Instagram really, like, unstable, uh, you know, make it so, like, my debit card doesn't work all the time. Like, the first three times the tap doesn't work, but the fourth time it works. I'm going to be so irritated, so annoyed, and so ready to topple my government. I don't know. I think we'll be okay. We already proved that we're boomers, (laughs) like, two weeks ago. Future war is just... (laughs) The future wars will just be a war of inconvenience, right? Like the idea of like, they've, they've tested this, right? Like there's been tests to see how do these fucking humans react when you like turn the power off to the Northeast <laughs> for like a week? How do they react? Oh, shit gets weird. Okay. How do they react to a pandemic? Like when a virus gets out? Oh my God. They get weird. Uh, hey, hey, cut, cut one of those internet pipelines in the ocean. Like, make it so that Europe doesn't have internet for, like, a day. Europe was, like, on the fucking brink of Last of Us. Like, in a 24-hour span without internet, right? Like, we lost Rogers. One. One of three major telecoms in our country. We lost for an entire day. And it felt like 40% of the citizens just died. They didn't exist anymore. It Actually, was like, that, they died good... on the battlefield that day. You know what I mean? That's it a good one fun. to mention, because we lost, a, like... A lot our, of good a lot men of that our, day. <laughs> a lot of our infrastructure fell when Rogers did, like all the all the Interac is Rogers network and stuff. So yeah, people couldn't and, buy anything. Store retail stopped. And, and that's what I'm saying is they got pulled in. Rogers got pulled in by the government into a military committee, and we're like, how the fuck are you going to make it so that nine one one doesn't fall? Like you, Rogers, need to play nice with Bell. Bell. It was like three little kids who got called into the fucking into the principal's office and were like, you boys need to learn to share for the sake of our country for when people try to destabilize it. Mm -hmm. You three little kids who are running the telecom of all this country need to learn to share or else we will fucking get fucked up. Like this, if this balloon from 50,000 feet had decided to drop an EMP, which is to say, like, not an atomic weapon. Not one that's going to burn you up and flame you to death, but the exact size of a 60-ton EMP electromagnetic pulse that wiped out GPS, Interac, Internet, television, radio that's digital. How many people are going to have a fucking transistor radio in their bedroom right now? They're going to be like, we got to get an AM signal in this bitch to figure out what just happened. Now you're scaring me. Right? Well, uh, not don't mean to, but like... It's a balloon. It's cute. What damage can it do? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's a balloon. Well, it's cute. In, in happier, in happier uh, stories to tell people. <laughs> Just keep popping balloons. We'll be fine. Don't worry. About I, it. <laughs> I I downloaded an app this weekend. My wife and I both. Um, are you a Harry Potter fan? I think we've we've talked about Harry Potter before. Okay. Twenty three episodes ago. Yeah. Um to say I am a fan, I think would be a would be a disservice to true fans. How's that? Right? Okay. Okay. Uh, you watch the a, movies or whatever? I have watched the movies. I read half of the first book and decided I'll I'll watch the movies instead. Um right? No the the world building fine, the story building great, all that stuff was great. The writing was kinda eh. Uh, so to mm-hmm. me, it was like, is it worth it? Like you, your world building and story building has to be so worth it for me to read through bad stories, uh, like writing. Um, and the disservice in this case was that when I got to the books, the movies were out. So at that point, the movies are killing it. The books are not to me. So oh, like, I'm going to yeah. watch the movies, right? Um, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I can tell you specifically, I had waited till the third. Um, and I, 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 I had gone to see the third movie not having seen the first two, in all honesty. And then I went back and watched the first two after having seen the third. And I only went for Sir Gary Oldman. Um, 
because the trailer and also uh, I believe that was a Cur- Alfonso Caron, was it not? Yeah, there, or, I remember this from when we talked about it back in uh, yeah. the summer. Um, yeah, there was a director that piqued your interest and kind of pulled you into the franchise. Yeah, and I think it was the fact that, yeah, oh yeah, it was Alfonso Caron. Yeah, exactly right, right. Because he had just come off a training day. And I'm like, if you got Denzel's training day, but now you've got Alfonso Caron and like Gary Oldman, I was like, this could be interesting. And it was, I think by that point, the it benefited in that the, the kids were older, right? So I wasn't watching a movie with the kids, but like, so to go back and watch the first two, it felt like, oh, they were so young. Right. But by this point, they were a little bit older, darker, edgier. And I liked that. And after that, after that, I mean, like, I think they did the right arc. Right. Like, well, I think that the movies, I probably didn't jump into them in the first ones either because we were a couple of years ahead. But I think that they when you look at them now, they kind of the themes in them, they're kind of, they kind of suit the ages of the characters as you care, as you carry right. through in a way that yeah. I appreciate. Like the first two are kids movies and it's a bunch of kids. And as they get older, they become way more adult, like the stories yeah. and the themes. And I like the movies. It's probably best to separate your enjoyment of the world and the stories from JK Rowling anyways. <laughs> So yeah. I appreciate it as far removed from her as possible. And this, there is, um, I downloaded an app. You can download it if you want called the Harry Potter fan club. Okay. Which is not, I'm not part of the Harry Potter fan club. Trust me. But, you, but you've got the app. I downloaded the app for <laughs> the reason. Which you can. Which totally doesn't mean you're a part of the fan club. By downloading the app and hitting that little privacy agreement, somewhere in there, they totally didn't have the line saying, by hitting yeah. accept, that nope. you are a member of the club. I pay three ninety nine a month now, but it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. totally separate. So totally I downloaded separate. No. Okay. I'll give you a little insight to where I'm at fan level. There's a There's like a questionnaire for a beginner level questionnaire. First thing you can do on the app, and it's like I got 15 out of 20. Okay. So, you know, I know, I know, like, if I've seen the movies three times, uh, or four times or something, you know, but I'm not, like, I don't know every detail. So, I didn't, you know, um, I downloaded the app for the reason that, yeah, for the reason that there's a really fun part to this app where you can, sit in the sort you get your head in the sorting chair or hat sorry the sorting hat and it picks a house do you know what that means it picks a house are you into harry potter enough no. john i've seen them i'm not a okay I've kids good. i've seen them i'm not <laughs> good, i'm not a, okay. i'm not a, i'm not that much of a muggle my friend okay <laughs> whoa so it sorts you <laughs> if you know so you get to pick your house and then you get to pick your patronus and then you get to uh, choose, uh, or I shouldn't say you get to pick it based on answers that you give, like a personality uh, quiz. It's like the E T J N of Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> okay. Where it, it, it you know, you uh, pick I'm a bunch of sure questions, you choose um, a bunch I, of questions. Yeah. I N F P. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you get your sorting to your house. You get your Patronus and you get your wand. And that's why I did it. Cause that's kind of fun. Just fun to kind of download and do with your spouse or whoever you want or your friends or for your own enjoyment. I'm not selling this app. I don't, I don't <laughs> have any uh, involvement with them. Not a sponsor. They I'm are, saying. but not. <laughs> <laughs> they um, are, but they're not. Yeah. Wizarding world has given us nothing, uh, but, uh, this, praise and we just wanted to respond in kind that's all right so i got some pretty stacked results i'm i'm i mean i'm a little humble brag here i uh i'm gryffindor of course i got a question for you before you go too far Uh uh-huh when you went into the app and you started setting it up right you said you did you you signed up i'm guessing right Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. with the thing um 
Were you were you coming from Pottermore at the time, or did you create a new account? I created a new account. I I don't know what part Pottermore is. Sorry. Okay, just wanted to make sure because I'm at that point in the app, <laughs> and I thought that would be a nice little point to find out just what the fandom of John Brown really is. Because if or, you were like, oh, "Well, of course I imported my fucking settings from Pottermore," what am I? <laughs> I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you a right right now, Gaurav. I already know you're Slytherin, but um, <laughs> Ouch. so I got I got Gryffindor. I got okay. um, I my Patronus is a Husky, which is okay. I'm okay with a Husky, and um. Okay. I, not bad. My wand is hornbeam with a phoenix core, which is the rarest feather or a bird feather you could have. See, now I wouldn't know that as much, right? Well, like, it explains I, I it too like on the it. app. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. And then what's really cool, you can take this profile that you created based on your own personality quizzes and your results, and then you can. Upload that into the new Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy game coming up for oh, PS5. Fantastic! And so I, I kind of think it's super cool to be able to connect the two like that and have my own results in the game. It feels more personalized. So your your character in the game has mm-hmm. those traits. Has yeah. has your result. Okay, has that that's, wand. That's, yeah, that's cool. That's oh, so you got lucky. You yeah. you got you got yourself a rare wand on the app, you little fan club three ninety nine a month. Oh, I did get lucky, man. Uh, the wand picks then... the wizard. It... <laughs> it picks the oh, <laughs> oh, I hate you. Okay. Uh so here's <laughs> here's the question for you. Is is this like do I need to put 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 aside time for this quiz, or is this something I could whip through like a BuzzFeed? Like, as you tell me and we discuss the legacy, should I be doing this? Should I be sorting myself or should I find some time? sit down with a nice cup of coffee in the morning and sort myself out properly. Okay. Okay. So this will not take as long as creating a D and D character. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, so, so you, you could do it while yeah. we could do it while we're chatting. So Go ahead. no worries. This, this game that comes out is coming out tomorrow, by the way. Um, okay. It has like a ton of buzz because it's set out to be sort of the fantasy that, most Harry Potter fans have where they're in a room with Hermione and Ron and uh, a golf club and a, an ice cream machine. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's, um, I was going to say, that's usually how most Harry Potter fantasies do begin, right? <laughs> Fan fiction. Um, so basically, the Hermione I get, but the ginger love, I'll never understand. Basically you, because you get to fill out the survey, like your answer to your survey questions, your results are uploaded into the game get to are are chosen to go to Hogwarts you learn magic and then you become a wizard in in that universe basically and um it's not like a Hogwarts simulator like it doesn't like you don't spend 5 years of the game going to all your classes and like okay. learning all these potions and stuff it's more like it's uh like an open world uh RPG type of game, which I don't know if you know what the, any of that means, but well, um, yeah, yeah, I've got you. I mean, mm-hmm. I get a role play game, and I, I get open world. I yeah, I can put those together and put a picture in my mind. Uh, but give me an example of any of those kinds of games I may have played when I was younger, John. Yeah, okay, so it's like uh, <laughs> it's like Grand Theft Auto, but instead of driving oh, cars, okay, you fly around on a on a, a broom. That that just tells you how what my gaming is like. Where it's like I've played games, but I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Somebody once told me that Call of Duty was a first-person shooter. Yeah, that's um, right. Um, okay. <laughs> right, like, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so this is a third-person action adventure game. <laughs> um, and so there are some cool things. So because it's open world, you can fly around, like I said, on a broom all across the world. Hogsmeade. You can fly fly and explore around through Hogwarts and the rest of the world in that universe. And you can also use mounts. Like you can have um, animals that were in the books and the movies as pets that you can ride around on. Okay. Which is pretty cool. I don't know if you would know what like a hippogriff is, but it's a, it's an animal, a wing. Sounds like a hippopotamus griffin. Yeah. Kind of right. It's a winged animal in the Harry Potter movies. 
I, I never thought J.K. Rowling was like you know what I would say uh, complicated in her <laughs> in her structure. Yeah, it's not a hair. It's not a hippopotamus. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> and then you can use you can duel other wizards. Like there's quite a lot of action in it. It's like uh, shooting guns, but like instead you're shooting a wand. Okay. Everything in the game is very like very like very thoughtfully made. So. Um, what I mean by that is like all the, even the simple animations I have, like, if you just like go to open a door or whatever, it like opens in a magic spell way as opposed to like just opening like a boring door. Like everything is thoughtfully in theme. Okay. So it looks like, so it looks, it's been like, it's pretty popular on, on the internets right now. So, but it hasn't been released. So is this just demo play that people are basing this off of? Like, how did how are they excited? Just based off of trailers, what they've heard for the game? Well, trailers, trailers, and stuff like that pique the interest. But then, like some creators, some gamers, prominent gamers, and like YouTube creators and stuff like that get early um, early access to like demos and stuff, and that kind of helps create buzz. And then. the studio that created it releases like a gameplay, um, like an hour long gameplay, and you can watch the game being actually played um, by someone. Obviously, they're a pro because they work for this game studio, but it, it right. gives you a little bit yeah. of an idea of how you would have fun in this game. Okay. All right. I'll take that. I mean, I don't. Is it. <laughs> you need to be a Harry Potter stan. To enjoy the game, I'm saying. Like, I remember back in the day, there was some Batman game that came back out on, like, PlayStation 2 or 3 that, like, took the world by storm. And, you know, you didn't even have to like Batman. It was just one of those good games. And, like, The Matrix. I feel like one of the first Matrix games back in the day was like that, too. Do you think it's just a good game? Everybody will like it? Or is it just, like, Harry Potter people will like it? Well, that remains to be seen. Because I don't know yet. Because it's not out. So the consensus isn't there. But I think that on its own merits, it might be a decent game. But I don't think it, it'll be a groundbreaking game. Okay. So I think that the enjoyment of the game will like be amplified by liking the Harry Potter books or movies. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like you might over, because you're like so like enthusiastically interested in what's going on in the game, you might overlook the fact that it's like kind of typical. It's not like revolutionary or interesting new game mechanics, that kind of thing. So if you're into games, you push the envelope or anything in any way. Yeah. So I think that that's probably been said before by people better than me at reviewing video games. Like it's not going to be like game of the year by any means, but I think that they like spent a long time trying to make, the best version of a Harry Potter game that's ever been made. Okay. Well, hopefully uh, <laughs> it lives up to people's expectations. Uh-huh. Anything too strange? I've completed special... the quiz here. Oh, uh, and? So we're, we're finding out. We're at the sorting hat point Ooh, of things. exciting. It's, wow. Uh, I think you might be, I'm going to hold it here so you might be able to see the results before I see it. Oh, I can see no. I can see the reflection of uh, your oh. monitor too much. Uh, cleverest is this? I don't know what this says. Uh, it's gonna be Slytherin. Yeah, I'm ready to find out. Are you Slytherin? I can't see. Continue. Can you hear it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, very, <clears throat> very, uh, barely. Okay. This is going to be a shocker, I think, to a lot of people. Um, <laughs> I put you, a smile if, in my if picture Gorob here. If gets Hufflepuff, I, I, might, I might quit this podcast. <laughs> oh, goodness. That was just the house. I still got to do my Patronus quiz and my yeah. wand quiz. This is the whole thing. So what house uh, did you get? I, my friend, am a Ravenclaw. Oh, a Ravenclaw. That is the other one that makes sense. They're the, the uh, like, intelligent uh, house. So Intelligent, but sneaky, I guess. Analytical. I Analytical. Could have come down to the brown owl I picked. Uh-huh. Well, I picked the brown owl, too. Really? But I got Gryffindor, because I'm brave and... You're not a cat. You're not a cat or a toad guy? 
Toads were speaking to me for a second. For a second. Wow. Okay. Um, I will let you know my Patronus when the time comes, I guess. Unless it's Oh yeah. Yeah, you gotta do it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. do it. Walk walk us all through what it asks you. I can't though. It it just said better with headphones. That makes me feel like that's a You can thing. put subtitles on. That's how I did it. I didn't listen to it. I'm not a child. Do you, I, can, <laughs> I did the first one. I did the first one. Just because I enthusiastically downloaded the Harry Potter fan club app doesn't mean I'm a kid. I can still read. <laughs> right? Oh, I Coco read, Melon! Okay. There we go. All right. Well, I don't know. Let's let's continue. Um, I'm I'm focused, I guess, on my Patronus quiz because yeah. this could be. This is the date of the Chinese want. Uh, <laughs> this will determine for them just how dangerous I am in the future. Um, it is. Listen, man. It's not like they don't give a shit about my archery scores. They just want to know if I can wield a wand. And well, why don't we take a virtual break where the yes. audience doesn't know that. You're going to finish this. And then when we come back, which they won't know is a comeback, <laughs> that, that's the you'll truth. have the results for them. So I'll just wait here patiently. Okay. I'm just working through it. So, Gaurav, tell me your results. You're um, Ravenclaw. I am a Ravenclaw. Uh, my Patronus uh, is the grass snake. What does uh, it say about the grass snake? Do you know how to read it? It, well, there's a little right quote up. here. It says, uh, the Patronus turned. It was cantering back towards Harry across the still surface of the water. It wasn't a horse. It wasn't a unicorn either. It was a oh. stag. Yeah. It was shining brightly as the moon above. Uh, that's from Prisoner of Azkaban. Hey, funny enough. Oh, so it doesn't uh, say anything about your, what your can cast, snake does. Want me to cast my Patronus? I don't know what that means. No, I don't need you to. <laughs> and then what was your wand? Wand, uh, my good fellow, is a cypress wood, uh, and a has a unicorn tail, uh, hair core. Uh, so, yeah, cypress woods like are a... associated with nobility. Uh, the great medieval wand maker uh, wrote that he was always honored to to match a cypress wand, for he knew he was meeting a witch or a wizard who would die a heroic death. Son of a. Uh, Fortunately, in these less bloodthirsty times, the possessors of cypress wands are rarely called upon. Oh, thank you. Uh, cool, I guess. I don't know what the unicorn hair does, but it does uh, produce the most consistent magic, I suppose, uh, and is the least subject to fluctuations and blockages. Uh, wands with unicorn cores are generally the most difficult to turn to the dark arts. Uh, they are the most faithful of all wands and usually remain strongly attached to their first owner, irrespective of whether or he or she was accomplished, which or which. Uh, there are minor disadvantages. Uh, the hair, that they do not make the most powerful wands, uh, although the wand would make on Yeah, I don't know. And it's springy. That's good. <laughs> it's springy. There you go. Um, all right, man. I guess I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's fun, right? It's kind of fun to do that. I suppose. I mean, I'm immediately going to uninstall this app. <laughs> you are? You're not going to pay the well, monthly fee? <laughs> I'm just I'm curious what I'm going to use it for after this. But yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's unless great. you yeah. Unless you want to like Cast more Patronuses and stuff? Or download the game or whatever. So I, I Oh right. I guess the whole point of this was that we weren't getting sponsored by the app, we were getting sponsored by Hogwarts Legacy. That's correct. How, uh, how, so back to the, the video game that everybody should How long purchase. was your wand? How long was your wand? Ten inches? Ten inches and three quarter. Don't take away oh. the three quarter. It's practically that's, eleven inches. That's cute. Yeah. And eleven inches eleven inches is almost a foot. So I'm thirteen. I'm thirteen inches. This is it's okay though. Sounds too big. Just sounds like it's like at that point it's like that wand it sure it looks nice, but I bet like it doesn't have a lot of places it can be used. You know? It's just not a lot of places <laughs> you can take out a wand like that and it'll just do the trick, you know. Well more right. often than not, I'm sure people see a wand like that and they just say, Put that thing away. <laughs> Bring me something more manageable, like a ten and three quarter inch wand. Something I can actually like I don't know, get both hands on, but also be comfortable with. 
I think, yeah. You know what? Let's be honest. Even 10 and three quarter inches is way too much. Um, (laughs) In these times, though, you never know. Oh, goodness. Well, uh, I hope the Chinese bring our website back now that we've given them my Harry Potter data. Me too. Me too. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, are you guys going to, do you think you guys will play that game? And if you are playing, or if you have done this Harry Potter thing, let us know which house you guys are in. We want to know if we're more, like, what kind of people listen to our podcast. Yeah, that'd be fair. You might have a bunch of people who are like me who listen, and if we were to put a poll up of, like, which house are you, um... (laughs) <laughs> I only know Gryffindor and Slytherin, right? So, like, why would I would Gucci. Just, right? I would, <laughs> now, that's the one. I'd have been like, yeah, I feel like that's where I belong. Okay. House of Gucci, House of Gucci. Okay. <laughs> well, I oh, hope everybody has. I hope everybody has a great week. Thanks for listening. To can you confirm that? We appreciate it. And again, you can always check us out on our website that we. We'll have up and running soon again. Let's let's pretend that it's up as we as this is released, not as it's recorded. No, that's which fair. is cyctpod.com. You can check that out. I think you can buy us a coffee there. Some you know, I don't want to plug that too much, but it's out there. Sure if you want. like Chinese spy balloons or data, uh, yeah. nobody's <laughs> credit card information. I'll tell you that much. We kept everything safe. Uh, outside of that. Keep your eyes to the sky, John. Keep your eyes to the sky. <laughs> Message us on Instagram at Can You Confirm That. Do all the follows, do all the shares. And we'll see you guys next week. Amen. Thanks for listening. You look up. My wand is mm-hmm. Cypress Wood with a unicorn tail hair core it's 10 and three quarter inches and slightly springy short (laughs) okay i don't know it's 10 and three quarter inches uh bad (laughs) wow that's a loaded question i think (laughs) 